Welcome to episode six. <laughs> We're still doing it. It's still happening. <laughs> we haven't shut it down. No, no, this is a tremendous success. This is going to be the first episode where we have Q&A from the comments. And a producer. So. Oh, yeah. We've got Angel, Angel over here. Hi, nice to meet you, everybody. <laughs> Hopefully they get to know you very well. Um, so, yeah, we got some Q&A. Angel's looked through the comments with yeah. Ivan, and they've picked some stuff. So that'll be fun. Very cool. The only thing that I got, so I, I told you, I went digital minimalist. I deleted all my stuff. I have no idea what's happening on the internet. This is huge. Do you ever look at your phone now? Uh, you still habitually. You already weren't responding to people's texts. No, I wasn't responding to text. I um, I deleted everything. So Instagram, YouTube is gone. I don't go on YouTube anymore. Oh, wow. It's not good for business. <laughs> have you blocked Reddit, or can you still get to Reddit? Uh, I, I got rid of... No, Reddit I can get to. Do you, want That's me to teach the one... you? Do you want me to teach you how to block Reddit? I think I can. Can I? Yeah. You okay. go to you go to the settings and then screen time yeah. where it like records your time. Yeah. And then you can turn on adult censorship and add uh, websites to block. So nice. You can, you can make it so that you are never using your phone. For yeah, anything. that's the one. So I, do, I sometimes do Reddit on my phone when I'm taking a poop. That's that's the... <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> now you just focus on your work. Nice. Yeah. So that's that's happened. And I have no idea what's happening out there. I get if a link gets sent to me by a friend, which is what happened five minutes ago, there's Keanu Reeves video from PewDiePie, which spoiler alert, if you're watching this today, we also released a video on Keanu Reeves that that is coming out at the same moment as this right now so, yeah so i've been working on that he's an interesting dude i don't i don't want to fall into the trap of i i, I never want to fall into the trap of glorifying or hating anyone mm -hmm. that i do it's so easy because you see a couple images but he seems like a nice guy are you saying it's unhealthy that i love chris hemsworth because yeah. i made a video about him because <laughs> because i did so a few moments adore where he him was, yeah very publicly a kind guy uh, keanu's got cool stuff stuff that you it would be tough to snap photos of people doing the classic like kicking it with a homeless guy and i don't know too many people that have ever just pulled up and laid down on the street to have a conversation with a homeless person yeah and it, it happens no ah scott britain used, used to give them food and hugs yep and hang out which is which is uh it's a scary thing to do and i the point that i make in the video which i think is most impressive is i felt this as, as i've become a bigger person he has so many people who if he pauses in the street would love to just suck up his time energy mm -hmm. you know what i mean would just love to be there and he i don't know how seems to be very available when he's out in public like if he's there and you're asking for a photo the videos i've seen people just pile on he's like okay <laughs> <laughs> and he's just stuck there for however long the pile on seems to take and i'm sure at some point he extracts himself but it's interesting how available he makes himself to a world that would love to for him to never have a free second in his life if everyone got a photo. Mm -hmm. So it's it's interesting how generous he is, and I try to figure out in the video why he is able to do that. And I think a huge piece of it is that he doesn't have social media, he doesn't go to parties, he doesn't involve himself with people that are not apparently physically in front of him, leaving all this time and energy for even strangers who are just in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Which seems like a good way to live. I was going to say, is that inspiring you to do the same? It's it's certainly been along the thrust of the book that I read and all that kind. So I'm I'm working on it. It's it's you read the book's called Digital Digital Minimalism, Minimalism which is which is essentially delete your apps. They're killing you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're ruining the, your life and they're not. Is there real. any any new information besides what we've heard? So the, my my impression, the suicide I never read rate the book. was interesting to me. Okay, what the, is that? The, the suicide rate for teens has gone up. Now, granted, teens are the lowest. It actually increases as you get older. But it's gone from roughly, I think it was 10 in 1,000 in 2010 to now like 15 in it or 16 in 1,000, which is a 50 to 60% rise in suicide rates nationwide. 
and it it this inflection point in like 2012 2013 where smartphones start to become ubiquitous in young people's lives so how so i think everybody's on the impression like yes i get it social media is kind of bad what how long ago did you do this the well i've been on this i've made a video about how instagram is running your life i've been choking it back but when, a did, lot. when did the full delete happen four days ago three days ago any noticeable differences so far like do you pull up your phone and realize it's useless and put it back in your pocket you know what you what it, Sort of. I actually use the Kindle app a lot more, and I use Reddit, so I'm going to have to Yeah, you got, dude, we got to block Reddit. <laughs> you will, Benji made this point, you will plug the hole with something, and it will probably be junk food if you're not conscious about what you pick. So, so yeah, sure, you're taking it. It's like uh, yeah. you're trying to stop smoking, smoking so, you so you start, start vaping, yeah. and then you get popcorn lung. <laughs> so it's been good. I also had – I so the, the big thing that I've noticed is that Sometimes you get these negative pangs from social media. You're missing a party. There's someone that you used to date that's on there. There's there's all these different things. Uh, and I don't get those, which yeah. is nice. And you don't notice the lack of them in your life. But the other thing is when you're taking a walk or you're out somewhere, you are a little bit more present because you've trained yourself to not be reaching in your pocket and checking. And uh, you've, I was more conscious of the wind on my face, as, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. I noticed that there were flowers in the trees that were above my eye line. Normally, I'm at my eye line or my feet or my phone. <laughs> and there are these red, very pretty flowers in the trees. <laughs> I hadn't seen them. Uh, they're not called flowers if they're in trees, I don't think. Whatever. <laughs> are you going to do – I think you should do a video 30 days after. Sure. Sure, I think that'd be I, very I'll have to you're cut right. You're in day four. <laughs> yeah. You got to cut right. I'll, I, I will show you how. We'll do it after. All right, well, this podcast you me, is. You want to give me a we'll Do it right now. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it right now. We'll do it live. Somebody's got to be on Reddit for this podcast. Uh, we're gonna do it live. You can take care of it. So anyway, so that's what I've been doing. Keanu seems to be off of all of this stuff. Has never been on social media. Has been disconnected, and that's been an inspiration because at 54 years old, he a looks really good, which is I think a sign, perhaps of plastic surgery. Who knows? But also of healthy living. And well, I actually saw him get asked, and he 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 didn't say he'd done anything. I don't no. think he has. He doesn't seem the type to care. Now that's great genetics. Let's not kid that's ourselves. That's what he says. <laughs> They're like, "What's your secret?" My ancestors. Yeah, yeah. I watched that clip. <laughs> it's certainly good genetics, but I think if he'd lived a debaucherous lifestyle and was highly stressed, that's that wouldn't have been allowed. So, yeah, I've been I've been increasingly disenchanted with the value of Instagram. Facebook. I still think YouTube is good when used responsibly. Oh and yeah, dude. Well, YouTube. I learned so much from YouTube. I mean, you, so this is the this is the reason in the podcast yeah. why I never know who these people are when you yeah. bring up current events. My YouTube is all dog training, surf training. It used to be jujitsu training, and that's an incredible tool for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'll sometimes be watching videos about surfing and just be like, oh my god, I've been doing this wrong for two years straight, and then I'll go do it in the water, and I'm immediately better. Yeah. So I think YouTube can be an amazing tool. Yeah. But my my youtube doesn't feed me political stuff it doesn't feed me you know like pop culture stuff so then there's this belief this is the hardest thing that the book talks about that i had to deal with which is you get some value out of all social media yeah there is you are connected with friends that you would have you will lose touch with on facebook sure instagram introduces you to noteworthy topics which you can bring up at the dinner table youtube has tons of benefits which you just described well, Tim Ferriss got on this early. Tim Ferriss in his book, 4-Hour Workweek, says don't watch the news. And it, yeah. since then, I stopped watching the news. And some people think that's insane. Yep. But it's like as long as you are a social person, a lot of the important stuff will find its way to you anyway. And I know a lot of people – dude, my mm-hmm. I have some family members who watch the news every day for hours a day. Mm-hmm. They do nothing. It doesn't change how they donate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they're not out there picketing or lobbying. They're, it makes no – they're not making any policy changes. They're just getting angry mm-hmm. for three hours a day, literally every day. And then 
That's it. Nothing. It's it, and it's like that's not a good use well, of time. Conversely, if you were, if the, you were the glut news, of it makes you less likely to do something. The yeah. people who watch the twenty-four hour news feeds are the least likely to go protest. <laughs> you can only watch a certain amount of time to have time left over for protesting. But it, the other thing is the economic argument that is not recognized, which is yes, you get this value. You're connected with these weak links on Facebook. How much of your life do you have to dedicate in order to maintain that? And this is the same argument that I have with people about college when they go, well, you got value out of your education. I go, yes. Was it worth four years and 10 years of debt paid at the highest rate that I could possibly afford? And the answer is a clear no. So it's not do these things bring value to my life. It's do they justify the cost and time, energy, and life to do that? And when you, when you actually measure it, it's insane the amount of energy you would spend to keep a weak tie on Facebook or to get a funny video on Instagram. It's, it's in my estimation, not worth it. So I don't want to, I don't want to rail against social media for too long here. Cause I know that, that a lot of people do it, but I'm pretty happy that we are not a big force on Facebook or Instagram. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. I don't necessarily want to contribute to that world. Maybe there's an argument for us being something that is in there and takes people out. But at the same time, it's, you know what? not into that yeah, yeah. that type of content. I'm curious. So I think a lot of the I think a lot of the advice about deleting social media is kind of rote at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'd be really curious for you to make a video 30 days after where you had actual first-hand experience. Sure. Cuz I think people get it. Like, yeah, all right, it makes me sad, but it makes me happy. Yeah. It's a great way to kill time. I like looking at funny memes. Like I know the counter arguments. Mm-hmm. So I'd be really curious to hear what your actual experience is. Yeah, and what was lost. <laughs> What's gained besides people, you know, okay, some people are committing suicide because it sucks to be cyber bullied or because you're really jealous of people but most people aren't yeah you know so if i'm watching this conversation right now if i'm listening it's like okay i'm i have no concern that i'm gonna kill myself so it's weird it becomes why should i bother so delete social media i will tell you what i've seen is it becomes part of your background anxiety and you don't you don't realize that you have background anxiety until it's removed and you go oh my gosh i was stressed about these sorts of things Often, and we would talk about what was going on in the news, and it would you could see it would upset me. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you get done. you get more triggered than I, I get do. Triggered, man. <laughs> and, you get fired up. Yeah, and it, and it realistically, there's people whose jobs are to put ads against this content, so it needs to be as incendiary as possible to keep me watching, and it doesn't need to accurately reflect the impact that it's likely to have on my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it were their job to educate me, it would be a completely different story. But it's not. It's yeah. their job to get me to watch. Sure. So there's all of that, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be off. I have not struggled with it really at all. Nice. There's a couple of phantom things, but I still have Reddit. So. Like, well, we're going to figure out. I couldn't figure it out. We'll I get it. We'll pay get attention. it. I'll do it after the show. Um, kind of related stress, how is your sleep tracking going? Because I, I, I know you started sleep tracking. Yeah, so it's been it's – been, I just checked. I got my first eight-hour night for the first time in 10 days yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's Grace's fault, man. <laughs> She's got a horrible sleep schedule. and then Yeah, well, because she, she'll just stay up till 5 a.m., but then sleep till 2, right? She sleeps super late and stays up late. And well, that's, and, that's yeah. her getting nine hours. She's doing fine. <laughs> I know. And I you wake know? up I wake up you're, before you're her. You're up at five yeah. till <laughs> you guys are up at five together. Yeah. And then, then I you're wake up, up at earlier. 11. Yeah. And then she's just up at two. Yeah. No, she, she will find her eventual eight hours and I don't always. Yeah. So also it's tough. There's no, you can't, there's no gravity towards the person who falls asleep first. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, I want to stay up till five. Well, I want to go to sleep at two. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Just fall asleep while she looks at you? You can feel someone's eyes on you. Just so there's always, I think in a relationship often, it's just whoever stays up later pulls the other one pushes. up. And I don't mind. I hate going to bed. So yeah, so I'm working on that as well. And that's the other thing that I have to do is be conscious of my... What are the big things that mess with your sleep? Coffee, stress? There was one night where I had a 
two drinks of red wine. You know that I don't drink. I made you sleepy. Except for that, on rare occasion, I'll have red wine. And it beyond made me sleepy. I probably had the first drink at 7 and then 8 p.m. My resting heart rate went from an average of 50 or to a low of 50 to 67. And if you look at my heart, it's insane what alcohol does to your sleep. It wasn't a, that much. It was incredible. I was shocked. And I felt beat up the next day. Yeah. Now, I'm an old man at this point, <laughs> I realize. Because I used to, like, two drinks of red wine back in college would have been the softest thing well, I thought ever. I used to think a nightcap was good for you. Yeah. I thought, yeah, you have a drink before bed. It's literally supposed to be good for you. Yeah, red wine. I used got to purposely benefits. take one glass yeah. of red wine because I read that resveratrol yeah, yeah. was good for no, you. No, and you re actually, you read, like, people who drink moderately yeah. tend to live longer. So I was on the impression this stuff was good for you. Yes. And then I read a study that said that drinking before bed just wrecks your deep sleep. Yeah. Like, wait, but, but it's good for you. Yeah. So now I don't know what to do. Well, I'm going to stop because that is that has thoroughly convinced me. The body tracking is awesome. I'm so excited when you can see in real time how things impact your body. When yeah. you eat a horrible piece of food and you watch your glucose spike, yeah. you're going to watch the habits of America change in real time. It is incredible what real-time feedback you're ready does to for be your a behavior. Cyborg. You're ready to just plug in. Oh, I want, I, want, I want Apple Health in my body just selling my data to all the third parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that all these wearables that are meant to track our health are just going to give us cancer. Oh, we're going to find That's out. That's my concern yeah. is I wear this thing when i go to sleep i'm gonna just have hand cancer one day or something <laughs> gonna it's gonna communicate to my phone while i'm asleep like through my brain all these waves are going a bunch of jamie lannisters walking around with no yeah this is our, i think this is our version of smoking i think all the rays and i mean maybe i sound like a crazy person but I, I suspect that we're gonna be waking up in 20 years and be like oh what do you know it wasn't good to wear a wi-fi device while i Everywhere, slept wear all the time it's so weird all these little they were invisible rays <laughs> it doesn't make sense yeah you might be right that's possible that's the only reason i like that concept but yeah. I've actually started to freak out about this. I sleep with a Timex now. A you're you're not going to get cancer. You're the most anal person about I know. this kind of stuff. That I, I know. Turmeric in the I got a, I got a, I'm one of those guys with like a tinfoil hat on. Everyone should check out Anti-Cancer. That actually book, that really changed your behavior. Yeah. Well, my grandfather passed away from cancer when I was really young and I was super close to him. So at a very young age, it got in my head like cancer is disastrous. Yeah. And so I didn't really know what to do with that because I didn't know food caused cancer. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, cancer bad. And then I read that book, Anti-Cancer, and that's... More than anything, that's probably what defines my diet now. So after the diet thing is huge, I, I have come to believe through anecdotal evidence, some of the studies that I've read, but I haven't read the primary sources. And, and even just looking at people like Keanu Reeves in a very anecdotal way that the number one thing is stress. Oh, for sure. Num and then it's diet. And then it's probably lifestyle and diet. But if you're – I'm not saying you should smoke. But if you could choose between being a smoker that is stressed all the time and a relaxed person who smokes, I think you're probably better being relaxed than smoking. Yeah, it is incredible how stressed – Well, you were super stressed during a breakup. I watched my body, watch body fall apart? decompose <laughs> in front of me over the course of 30 days. It was incredible. Clumps of hair falling. Just It just quit. It was yeah. like, I'm ready to die. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, you, don't, you might not feel it, but I feel it. Yeah. It was insane. And it was – yeah, sleep was hard everything was worse and it didn't matter what i did in terms of putting time in at the gym or the clean food that i was eating stress yeah. versus in brazil when i was living i was still sick off off protein powder and eggs but was like laid back having a good time yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was relatively much more healthy which is crazy yeah. so the stress thing is massive you also carried around with you in terms of charisma i i know that when you were stressed you still had moments of very high yeah. you'd laugh you'd smile but the day-to-day -day energy you walked around with people could sense it. It was like, I felt Charlie's, like a zombie. Charlie's not energetic. Yeah. He's not bleeding a positive vibe. It wasn't. And versus when you're not stressed, it's like, oh, wow, look, he's standing differently. He's mm -hmm. moving differently. He's speaking differently in a way that 
would be really hard without a videotape to figure out why. Yeah. But the impact of people around you, I've seen it, is just like way better, so much better. And what's tough is, so we, I mentioned you get this background anxiety. This is why I'm so excited for wearables. When you can track cortisol real time and you get a sense of the things that are killing you, I'm so excited for how that will change the world. I'm excited for everybody to quit the job that is destroying their life and to have the breakup that, that, it, yeah, that they yeah, need yeah. to have because they're watching their cortisol spike every time they interact with that individual. I, I'm excited for myself because I know that I don't follow my own biofeedback to the degree that I should. Sure. And I'm trying to get more in line with that. The healthiest people are the ones that have this body in my anecdotal experience they have this body intuition they listen to these things in addition to reading studies and eating yeah, yeah. healthy and all that stuff i just thought of something that's gonna be awesome if you had a wearable that would track your cortisol mm -hmm. and some sort of google glasses yeah. and they talked what you could do is when you saw a spike in cortisol it could just record it and at the end of the day you, <laughs> you could, could just review. have photos of like hey here's what stressed you out and it's just a photo of like your boss or your dog yep. or whatever it is and you're like oh man this there's no there's no fighting this there's no arguing it like yeah these things are killing me. So <laughs> wrapping all this together and then we can. That's going to be dope. This is the digital minimalism Keanu Reeves argument, which is we have this body intuition. When you take these phones away and you're listening to the quieter signals of your breathing, it's not like you don't t you can't tell how deep how deep your breath is going. You know how deep you're breathing, except when you're in a hyper stimulated environment that overshadows all the quieter signals that your body is giving you. So. Perhaps one of the most dangerous things that smartphones, technology, hyper-stimulating world that is never, ever bored. That's the other thing. I've been bored, which is so cool. Boredom is great. <laughs> so good to be bored. It's it's so awesome to yeah. be bored. Dude, it, I, I actually noticed I started doing, I forget what, but something where I was putting away my phone or I banned something. And I started think, I started problem solving for our business. I was mm -hmm. having cool ideas because yeah. I was just walking around the kitchen eating. Normally, I would listen. Oh, it was my audiobook. I've been crushing audiobooks, yeah. fantasy audiobooks. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to not to do this for the day. And I was like making a sandwich or something. And my brain was just operating on its own. All of a sudden, I came up with a solution for a business problem. Yep. I was like, oh, I've been numbing that. <laughs> I've just been muting that out with really loud yeah. noise. Yeah. And then beyond that, once you do all the thinking, this is the scary part. This is why people freak out when they go to cabins. Because you first do your thinking. You're like, that was great. Yeah. The scary thing is when you've burned thinking out. And this is where you get to the meditation stage. And this is hard. When, when you realize that underneath everything, you have a deep addiction to thinking. Yeah, yeah. You know our buddy <laughs> our buddy just got back from like a ten day Vispassana retreat. No kidding. Yeah, Evan. Ooh. Evan did? Yeah, yeah. Should we fly him down? Evan W? Yeah. I gotta hear this. Should we fly him down for a cast? I would podcast? He, he just got back from this? Literally yesterday. He's gonna call me tomorrow. Oh my god, I have to hear about this. So good for him, man. What, do you what think? a boss. Business expense, fly him down. Yeah. Well, I don't know that he's going to want to hang out with us anymore. We're so <laughs> we're, we're we're heathens. You do need well, you do need, you need to time. He's back into yeah. it. Yeah, like that's why I'm sure he doesn't want to talk and tell us everything. That's well, he said, incredible. He texted me. He said, "Hey, I just got back. I'll call you tomorrow." Oh my goodness! Good for him, man. That is so gutsy. Yeah, yeah, that scares me to sign up for. As someone who's very extroverted, this is so to gutsy. go sit and be silent for ten days. Well, I got to give him credit. He is the type of person that. We like we're talking about the value of fasting and the value of solitude. He's like, hmm, I just and then you find out three days later, I just signed up for a five day retreat in the middle of the woods in Colorado to go live alone, not eat any food over that period of time. I was, Have you ever done that? Anything like yeah, no. yeah, five day fast. He did five day fast, no electronics, no nothing. He's got insane guts. I don't have that kind of guts. Yeah, I need to ease into these things. I think I will eventually do a ten day retreat. He's probably had the thought about doing a ten day retreat seriously seven days before he yeah, went yeah, yeah. Awesome. and it was just good for him I'm, I'm super excited to hear but yeah at a high level the 
this stuff shouts out your body. And I think that I will probably become much healthier and hopefully not even need the Apple Watch for to become more in mm-hmm. tune with the biorhythms and going to bed. And quite frankly, I'd be going to bed on time if there weren't computers and all of these other things that I'm doing while I'm staying up late. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working on having a healthier relationship with technology. Nice. All that to say. What else? Got Italy coming up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to miss you, bud. Big Italy trip with I'm gonna the fam. I'm going to miss you. That's going to be exciting. I haven't been with my parents. Are you excited? Are you... I'm nervous. Yeah. Not nervous. I, I'm I'm braced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I haven't Seven been. Seven days? Nine, I think. Nine days. You, your mom, your dad, your brother. My brother. My sister is going to be in Scotland, so she's not coming. But yeah, it's good. I haven't spent that much time with my parents since I was, I'm not kidding, 19 and i was home for college it's been it's been a long time right when was the last time i spent nine days i don't know i do this with my family all the time yeah i don't got nine days yeah yeah (laughs) so it's gonna be interesting and we'll be in these tiny little italian i want to get you let's let's record one of these before you give me the story so i can get the live first reaction (laughs) you don't want the i do no i do i want it when you're right when you're coming in hot i want you to land come in yeah i will get all the dirt all the good yeah. all the bad it'll be it's, great yeah. i have a feeling it's going to be a story riddled vacation we'll see it might be it might be laid back hopefully it's hopefully it's 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 chill the int- some of the interesting things that have come of it and i heard about this when our friend was planning to take i can say his name it's benji when he was planning to take his or go with his family to hawaii one mm-hmm. of the big things that made his grandma like excited just about her year was this trip that was coming mm-hmm. up every year, and she wound up losing an insane amount of weight for it. Like, well, she was practicing walking because they were going walking. to somewhere that had walking, and she, and she was, was her health was not yeah. great at the time. And so she was like, oh, I have to get to the point where I can walk whatever, 10 miles a get day. Get that beach bot, right? And so <laughs> what she would do, she started with a mile, and yeah. then two miles, and then three miles. He's like, dude, this one family trip in 10 months from now saved my grandmother's health years years yeah yeah so we'll see my dad has been not caring about his health for Mm -hmm. 10 to 15 years and we knows that it's not good for him but eats junk and all that kind of stuff and i think has lost like 10 pounds in the preparation for this trip just the walking because of he knew that he was going to be walking in italian cities and he was going to have to do all this kind of stuff and he needed to be ready for it it's crazy but i think people if not especially older elderly people i think i just need to set up trips for all of yeah, the old that people yeah, yeah. In my life. you love someone <laughs> and, and they're out of shape because i've been trying to get him to eat better for i've been yelling at him for yeah. 10 to 15 years well, and a walking trip yeah That's i think you just set up a time where you're gonna okay we're gonna go have this fun experience that is gonna require you to be in better physical shape do with that what you will yeah, yeah. and it seems it seems to work well so two for two maybe we'll make surely it. that's a big enough yeah, that's, that's surely that's enough this is how studies are done right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's another i was thinking of making this video i was thinking of making a video on why social science is kind of a joke yeah do you think i should what do you, uh, you you know kind of the points that i would be making what just basically that a bunch of studies come out and then they get they can never be replicated there's a couple points one there's that whole issue with replicatability which is that so many of these the testosterone power pose which i've been guilty of repeating are not true the second thing is that the way that these studies are summarized by newsweek and all the other things is a far cry from what the original primary paper will say so the great example oh yeah of the this, smile one so they took a bunch of photos of men in white shirts in college, in one college, right? One college. And they showed them to women. They said, which of these men is more attractive? And they, on average, they probably had 200 women, which is not a good enough sample size, in one college, said men that weren't smiling. 
And from that, they said women more attracted to men who aren't smiling. Yeah, instead of women are more attracted to photos of men who it's aren't smiling. It's the photos. Yeah. And I, I agree. Women are more attracted to photos of men who are not smiling. But when you when you go beyond that, which every single headline did. Yeah, said, and guys, then, stop smiling. And people are walking around thinking that if they smile, women don't like it, which yeah. is exactly wrong. Yeah. So there's there's a there's a bunch of issues Rooting in, in photos smile in real life that's the secret and then you have cultural issues which is a lot of the things that we've assumed about humans in terms of reciprocity and how you get like you take that to china and they break totally mm. you have these things where people are fighting and losing money competing because there's some sort of honor culture whereby you can't take advantage of the other person and you get completely different results than when you play these friend or foe games in the united states mm. so you've really just done a cultural study mm -hmm. of one region of the united states of america <laughs> and then you're saying this is what humans evolved to do good headlines though i know so it's so basically I, you just hate the media now i i don't hate the media this well you, and this is the bigger thing, which is that in the age of mass media, there's an exploitation in the human brain, which is we are unwilling to read and understand nuanced primary research. Sure. How many people do you know that are not in school or being paid to do so that have read primary research? Probably None. zero. How many do you know who have repeated a study that they read in Time or Newsweek? All of them. All of the people. And there is not only something lost and it's been consolidated in a wise way, it's wrong. It's yeah. just wrong by the time it makes it to Time magazine. And it's it's the fault of human psychology that we are – we're just unwilling to go to the nuanced source. We don't have the time, space, or energy to do so. So the media can – create a narrative that just gets repeated and then the other thing is people like me who are influential but not trained in research might go to one of these time magazines and trust See, it. Oh, time magazine right mm -hmm. trust it a study from idaho and i've done this in the past the university of iowa says da 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 da, da. and now you've got three echo things saying a thing that isn't it's true positive and also the <laughs> thing is it's like when they said that certain drugs are putting holes in people's brains yeah what you claim Get so much more coverage than when you redact Where, it. When you redact. So like if you six months – so power poses boost testosterone. Mm -hmm. That gets out in the world. That's a fascinating fact. Yeah. It gets passed all around. Six months later or two years later, oh, sorry. Remember that study from two years ago that said testosterone yep. goes up with power poses? That's not true. Yep. No one passes that. No around. one knows That's that. That's sexy. No one knows that. Somebody tells me in the comments when I do a video saying it, they go, "Hey man, you might want to check this out." And it's this whole thing talking about how it's not true that it raises yeah. testosterone, but of course the original researcher is still adamant that it has the effect. It has positive effect. Not it doesn't raise testosterone. She's actually yes. said, "Okay, fine, it yeah. doesn't raise testosterone, but it does increase your confidence." She's like, "Okay, whatever." Which anecdotally I find this, to be true. Yes, but this nuanced reaction is not making the rounds. Sure, and no one is publishing sure. it. Sure, it's it's just like, oh, okay. Well, no one's going to hear that, so. And then beyond that, the effects of testosterone on an individual in the moment are so varied and dependent, and the difference between testosterone and free testosterone is so different. One is bioavailable, yeah, one yeah. isn't, <laughs> meaning one affects you and one doesn't. This is random. <laughs> like, and then I want to grab, I want to get to the current events, but we have a yeah. buddy who's gotten his testosterone through, I forget what, some form of supplementation or uh -huh. medication or whatever, but he's basically like tripled it, and he's in the thousands. Wow. And I asked him, I was like, what's it like? He's like, well... I'm full of energy. I have no body fat, and I feel good all the time. And it's easy to put on muscle. It's like, <laughs> well, that is tempting. That is. Cute. <laughs> it's like, huh? Any downsides? It's like, I don't know. It's only been a month, probably, but I haven't noticed them. Well, you'll die faster. Hmm. It's you burn your candle. Oh, is that what's up? Testosterone kills people. Yeah. And, well, in 
in sometimes indirect ways. You're more likely to get in a fight, take a risk, do something that will wind up getting you killed. I mean, men live, I think, and don't quote me on this, eight years less than women do in the United States on average. But yeah, testosterone. Are we sure that's not just because of random jobs pulling it down? Like all the people that are crab fishermen? Why do you think that those are the people doing it? It's because they have testosterone. All right, what if I start (laughs) taking testosterone, but I task you with risk management <laughs> and i just i just say try i'm thinking about driving my motorcycle i'm gonna be a crab fisherman. i'm gonna try to okay? be a crab fisherman yeah should i do it no ben that's because you've got testosterone shut up bro eyes. i'm going <laughs> me and the boys are going fishing yeah i think that might work i don't know if testosterone burns your body faster i'm not sure yeah. i i do know that it has indirect effects i'm not gonna do it yet but it's i was impressed with how is he did, doing he actual injections not or? injections pills pills mm-hmm. but you can do a lot of stuff with supplementation if you do a- what's i'm saying I, I think he's working with a doctor Just well I, i'm positive he's working with a doctor vitamin but- d some zinc check I went your from levels two, man 275 to 650 but that's just because my testosterone was atrocious but again you were uh, this is such a weird thing are you you were 210 pounds at at 275 yeah i probably felt better at 275 because yeah, <laughs> you, i was younger i have the testosterone of an 80 year old man but the body of yeah, an my MMA body, fighter like, my body repaired cares? itself way faster back then. so so anyway, let's do current events. Current events. What we got? So something that interested me this week um, was Adam Savage has a new show from the Mythbusters. Yeah. Called Savage Builds. And on the first episode, he builds like an actual working, flying Iron Man suit prototype. And I have a clip for you guys because it's, have you seen it's pretty incredible to is watch. This, is this real? Yeah, this is real. Whoa. I mean, it's just sort of like a prototype. It's nothing like he's not actually going to like go fight crime or anything, but... Not yet. Not not this year, but I mean, MCU took 10, so. <laughs> this is not him in the suit in this video um, because, I, I don't know. But. How much is this suit for purchase? <laughs> Just asking for a friend. You don't got it. Yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> Whatever it is, you can't afford it. Oh, it looks like, oh my gosh. It looks like C- C-3PO. Well, it also looks like Obadiah's suit. He's going oh, he's really going to do it. He's wow. So do you know the core strength that takes? That's the issue, is that the people who do those sorts of stunts are need to have incredible body strength at this level. I mean, he's flying way slower than Tony, though. I'm, but t- Tony Stark's way more impressive than this guy. Yes, but he. Okay, so this okay. is the zero to one leap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To take it from one to a hundred is is that's that's doable. To yeah. go from zero to one is that's what so do you think, cool. Five years before someone can go thirty miles <laughs> an hour. Five months, man. No, <laughs> no, I think thirty miles an hour. It depends how interested people are. So this is the quote. Elon Musk just said, hey, space travel is going to be a thing. And so did Jeff Bezos and and probably moved it forward 30, 40 years yeah, yeah. of what the government was going to do. So will some crazy private business entrepreneur decide that this needs to be a thing? It'll take five to 10 years. Yeah, that's dope. Will it go just as a hobbyist thing or a government research for DARPA? Not necessarily quite as fast. DARPA actually, that goes fast. They got a lot of money. <laughs> that's awesome that's so cool i always thought that iron man was the in some ways the least you just accept thor gets smashed he's thor okay he's okay when iron man gets hit he's still getting rattled around in that suit yeah no he's got a lot because like let's say the suit it's accelerating and decelerating at flex somehow yeah no it's tough because you're still just a human in a metal suit yes like yes you're you're just in a tin can it's like don't people who fly get they black out if they have too much G-force or yeah, something yeah. like that? Of course. Well, and then what they do is they squeeze your legs and they do things that allow the blood to stay in your brain. But a car is essentially an Iron Man suit. And when you crash a car and you decelerate very fast and you yeah. slam into something. Whatever, man. Captain America never gets shot in the feet either. It's fine. Welcome it's, to the MCU. It's got a big shield, man. <laughs> it's got 
there's hilarious they there's a meme about like how to fight all these superheroes and the yeah. answer for all it's like wonder woman captain america yeah. batman and the answer is just always just shoot him in the foot shoot him in the foot. no protection so i'll take him down get batman in the eyes that's really cool i dig that anything else happening so another thing that interested me was apple announced their new mac pro yeah. um and oh, yeah, i don't understand this at all well so the reactions have been kind of mixed because it's really expensive um so it starts for just the computer at six thousand dollars nice reasonable then just the, wait the monitor that they're um sort of announced it with is starting at five thousand but of course it goes no up. no the monitor is Monit- five thousand five thousand for the like the base the the, the cheap the, one quote oh, unquote the monitor stand was what was it a thousand right yeah and then the stand which is optional, <laughs> which is optional of course. but it's like it, it swivels so it's a thousand dollars nine hundred ninety nine dollars what so, makes this computer better than my laptop i get well that's where the the mixed reviews come in because some people are looking at apple and they're thinking it's it's like a consumer product and they're thinking it's ridiculously expensive but i think Mm -hmm. it's actually for like editors and i think Uh it's for really really high performance stuff interesting this is for dead mao to make music on basically dead meow (laughs) but yeah for twelve thousand dollars if you want all of the the works that's incredible i don't know i've never i it's when i was a kid there was things that i wanted my computer to do that it couldn't do we had video games that I couldn't play. I wanted to play The Curse of Monkey Island 3. Couldn't do it. <laughs> didn't it, have the power. Didn't have the power. I Luckily, I've had computers that are you know, up to four years old, but they've always been able to even play some of the games that I want. They're not the, the fastest, biggest games or the big MMOs, but they work. What does one need that sort of computing power to do out there? We do video editing, right, yeah, on our know. laptops. Do you have any idea what, what this person would be doing? I have no idea because it has the capability of I wrote it, uh, one point five terabytes of RAM. Wow! Which I can't imagine anybody that would ever use that much RAM. Well, I bet you we all will in about ten years when we're when we're doing live streams of our life and with Apple layovers. One point five terabytes, that's exciting. It means nothing to me. So you probably have eight gigs of RAM. So if you take a gig and you do, I think it's a thousand twenty four of them, you get a terabyte. Hmm. So do the math <laughs> it's all it's a huge insane leap uh i like that i i guess i just i thought that we were hitting this computing edge where things were just not going to get better stronger faster because of some moore's law or something microprocessing i don't know if they busted it but i don't want it but i'm excited that that exists out there and that it's going to be in my phone in 15 years right that's sick what do you think Phone's going to be in your brain phone's going to be in your brain i also think that apple as a business i They've, they've been smart. You can be, people often say in business books, you can be Apple or you can be Walmart. When you're Walmart, you're competing on price. You're trying to get an insane number of people and you're trying to cut out competitors by just going, look, it's cheaper here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure people will buy this just out of curiosity. People with a lot of money will just go, what's a 12 grand computer like? I don't know, let's get one. We bought a $600,000 phone. Nobody thought that was possible, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's how Apple has made their business. So in terms of, I actually thought they got way out of whack once Steve Jobs died because they had one killer they had the the iPhone the two the three the four and I think he died around the four or five I'm not exactly sure but then it was the s the c the this the that all these different things iPod mini they tried to make everything mini pad mini he but he did iPod iPad iMac these killer things that were definitions of what you needed to get and I'm actually as a business I've been surprised that not surprised I think they've been living off of his legacy they haven't innovated in a long time this to me is seems like 
a good step because the only reason I think a lot of people stay on Apple is because of the goodwill that they built while, while Jobs was alive and that their entire ecosystem is and now. And you want those sweet blue You want tags. the blue when you got a friend who's green. Is he a friend? Disaster. <laughs> Disaster strikes. What else is you got? He a friend. So another exciting thing is The Shining uh, is getting a sequel finally. It's all, it's the trailer's out. Did, did you, did you watch this? Never seen it. I'm so scared of these movies. Have you seen The Shining? No, I've never watched it. I yeah. knew it was scary. I red, got nothing. Red rum. All I know is that I don't like scary movies and that I probably won't see this one. Did you watch It? I did not watch the the new It, the remake. No. Are you a scary movie buff? I am, but I like bad indie horror. I don't really like watch studio horror. So, like, so. gruesome, like, just weird-looking More deaths. psychological. Like, I okay. like low-budget, like, $50,000 budget movies where it's just a bunch of characters in a room, like... How did we get here? How do we get out? That type of like that's what I watched. Got it. Like, we should we should see if we can get a recording next time we do a scary escape room because you and I are pathetic. <laughs> you and I walk into a room that just happens to have dark lights and scary music, and we just become such mice. So we walked in. How long do you think? So we walked into one room that had scary music, and there was a figure that wasn't a person, but it was a mannequin. Could have been, been a person. Could have 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 been could have been a monster. More importantly, <laughs> yeah. What if that wasn't how long part did of the it take room? us to approach that oh, side pathetic. of the room? Three, three actual minutes, probably. Three actual minutes of just pushing other people in front yeah. of us. Go Dude, I went in with a chair. <laughs> you know, I was like, just keep something between me and the mannequin. The unknown. I've never been good with the unknown. Now we're wusses. I would. Gosh, yeah. I was. I was scared to get out of bed when the lights were out. To because I, I didn't because I knew what was going on inside of the covers, but out there man who knows <laughs> the only scary movie i liked was saw one and that was just because there was a girl i was on a date with who i yeah, liked changed yeah. the whole game changed the whole game be brave impress be... her i was like 15 and 16 don't look don't look <laughs> that's what i used to do as a kid i'd close my eyes and i would in my head play the uh teenage mutant ninja turtles theme song mm-hmm. if i didn't want to be scared because the music is what gets you if you watch a scary movie on mute i don't think you'd be scared at all I or even just without music, but you could hear the people talking. There was that it's old. All the music. There was that old joke that was when you were starting to get aroused, you would think of baseball, and I yeah, think yeah. like I, I was a late bloomer, so I always just apply that to scary stuff. So <laughs> I didn't have a reason. To, I wasn't worried about getting aroused, but I'd be like, okay, he hits it. It's a grounder to the shortstop. Short yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a second, turns two. Nice job. <laughs> I do that. I do that in massages when I don't want to get an erection, <laughs> but I do it with math. I just do square. I do um, whatever it's called, like two squared, three cubed, whatever, and yeah. I just try to go as high as I can. Where do you normally stop? Because at some point it's just yeah. yeah. Well, I'll memory. play. I'll play that one, or I'll play the like two times two, three times three, four times four, five times five. I'll get into like equaling three hundred or so, and then eventually. Whoa, you stop. that's some stamina, baby. <laughs> Sometimes you got a persistent erection. You know what I mean? Like it's really just you gotta. It's it's a mind over matter thing. Just gotta wait it out. Oh man, luckily that hasn't been a masseuse issue for me. I just. I'm in massage mode. I'm thinking of videos. It's an involuntary muscle. Obviously. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm generally, I'm super, I think when I get massages. This is when yeah. I write all my videos. I think that's why I got to get more massages. I just think about not getting an erection. If, if the video quality drops, people will know. That you're not getting massages? <laughs> I'm not getting massages. Yeah, yeah. I'm spending too much time in the real world. Not it's a shame to. you can't like, can you expense those? No. That's so silly. Because you literally will go there on a work day. Oh, I go there on lots of work days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I do it for work often, but it's it's what what looks like a reasonable expense, and certainly the foot spa does not yeah. look like a reasonable expense. Yes, Lavi. We're doing okay. What else you got? So in YouTube news, um, a prominent Ooh. figure in YouTube's sort of beauty community, Jacqueline Hill. Hmm. She has you been. Know her? I, no, go ahead. Oh, I wasn't sure. Okay, sorry. Uh, so she has been hyping up her cosmetics line that's hers that she funded and everything. Uh, finally ships out a bunch of lipsticks. And 
everybody is tweeting out all these pictures. They look moldy and hairy and contaminated and gross. Mm -hmm. And now she's totally backpedaling and trying to um, fix the situation. But that's a lot of people spent a lot of money on gross products. And I think that's interesting. Did it come out? Like, were they actually molding or contaminated? Has it gotten to the bottom of it? She claims, so there's no, it's all pretty new still, but she claims that what happened was they poured the product in the container to, when it was too hot and it was bubbles. She says, it's not mold, it's bubbles, a little black specks. What's her name? I'll look it up. Her name is Jacqueline Hill. Jacqueline Hill. I've never heard of her. Well, you're not big in the beauty community, Ben. I'm not. I have no idea. This is either. The beauty community things that I know of are because of the James Charles debacle which went yeah somehow which, dude which i even, went beyond the i community. heard of that that's yeah. what's crazy i think it's because joe rogan talked about him he's over 15 million subscribers again which is crazy so effectively i don't know i don't think his career has been impacted in the slightest i'm sure he had an awful couple of weeks in terms of mental health mm-hmm. it's but it seems to be oh so there's these speckles on it it looks like hair yeah like somebody who's mixing the product got their hair in it yeah and then let's see but can you imagine though? How, because, does this stuff? Do you have any idea what this costs? Because I know the makeup is uh, surprisingly expensive. When whenever I hear about it, I don't actually know. But because she's so like she's got such a name, I bet it's expensive. Yeah, something happened. Jeffrey Star, who I do know because of the shame Dawson and all that kind of stuff. But he had a break in to one of his warehouses where people stole, I think, over a million dollars worth of supply. Wow. Like trucks came in, they came in through the ceiling, they opened the oh, warehouse. Oh, it was a bank heist. It was it was a bank heist. That's wow. the thing. It they was have all, it was like they don't have footage. They think it was someone that worked there at one point, but it was professionally done. Millions of dollars worth of product taken. And then it starts cropping up and it's being sold and it was all prior to the launch. So this is when there's demand and even the big fans are a lot of the fans are saying, don't buy this stuff. But the other one's going, I've been looking forward to this, and this is what I want to buy, so I'm going to buy it. Just, it's incredible. And if you think about it, it's like, okay, you can go to a bank that has a vault and a, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a cashier and, a, and an armed guard and this kind of other stuff. Or you can do something a little bit more creative, which is go to this warehouse. And I'm sure beyond makeup, there's a lot of things where you can fit millions of dollars worth of product into a truck because it's just in some commercial area. Yeah, and well, you got to sell it. it without getting caught, though. You got to sell it. Well, that's the thing, and then they get it to resellers, and they the, the whole thing is to dump it to people that so you're not you're not selling direct to consumer at that point. But it was a professional outfit, incredible, wow, and obviously devastating when you're excited about a launch, millions of dollars worth of your stuff gets stolen, you can't even deliver on certain colors. Apparently, like entire colors were taken. So I was like, oh, we don't have blue. Like, it's yeah, crazy stuff, man. This is why I like not having. No, don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. We get pirated all the time. Yeah, that's fair. People steal our stuff all the time. That's fair. We do get... I didn't even consider that. Yeah. People come... You don't have to break it. They come into our virtual warehouse all the time. I don't think they've ever stopped. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Coming into it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) It sucks when you work hard on something. People steal it and then sell it out from under you at a cheaper price. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stop that. (laughs) Dude, we've got someone who does it, but I think... They just are fast. Pirates are going to pirate. Yeah. Luckily, we, I mean, lot I, people are happy to, I think, support you and mm-hmm. the channel because they like what you do. Yeah. Um, Especially when we announce our big charity giveaway. <laughs> I guess that's coming. I, I guess it's live today. We're not even outing ourselves. Should be live today. Yeah. Oh, I was I was going to not talk about it, but you can talk about it. So we've we've been kicking around last year. We did something for my birthday mm-hmm. and it was charity water and we <laughs> donated money and raised money. It was two years ago because we were in Brazil. It was two years ago. 
it was when I turned 30. I'm going to be 32 now. <laughs> and I think we also we've we've donated. We haven't talked much about it every month for three years, I think, mm-hmm. at this point, to Charity Water and Anti-Malaria Fund. But we wanted to do a a bigger gesture that was shared with the community because I think when you make we thought about this from a psychological perspective. We're like, look, we can do a monthly thing, which is good and makes an impact. Yeah, you helps. don't tell anyone. It just you helps don't tell the world. anyone. It's just good. But for no it. one feels good about contributing to but it. But no either. one feels good about contributing to that. Or you can do a big random house check, which is like, yes, is that ego boosting? Absolutely. But also is more likely to get picked up in the press, is more likely to inspire other people to donate, and is more is or more like people feel good if they buy your courses yep. or they watch your videos, they're contributing money to you, and then to see that money go to, to something good, yeah. I think feels good. Yeah. Now weirdly, we were gonna save up till October, yeah. which was still not gonna be enough for the check we were gonna write. Yeah. But we were gonna just go, okay, we'll borrow from our future selves. Yeah. But now we're doing it now. <laughs> So we basically came up with this idea two months ago. Yeah. We're like, okay, we're going to save up for a year and then donate a year's worth of charitable stuff. Yeah. But now we're doing it in two months. I'm excited. And I thought about it. We're going to want to do it again next year because yeah. I was like, oh, it'll be okay. We'll just like, we'll like donate it yeah, all yeah, now. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, but then yeah. you just stop doing it. It's like, no, because you want to do it again. Well, here's, I, I think that I've thought a lot about this. I think being rich and being wealthy are very different. I think being wealthy is having enough money to not care, mm-hmm. at, no matter how much you have. And part of being wealthy, I think, is giving exorbitant, more than most people by a large margin. And I don't mean as a as an absolute number. I mean as a percentage, as a percentage. of your income uh, away and feeling good and happy and free about it. So for me, there is a huge selfish aspect of this which is i want to be wealthy and i do think an aspect of being wealthy is going i don't need it i feel wealthy of oxygen mm-hmm. i'm not worried about who's taking deep breaths in this room and it's an incredible feeling my relationship with oxygen yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful feeling i'm tighter about money and i want to be looser yeah with it and i was I, just laughing yeah in my head because it's like okay well we came up with this plan mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we walked it back like six months because we wanted it to coincide with your birthday so yeah. like okay we're gonna date x amount in a year okay we'll donate x amount in six months Okay, we're gonna date the same amount in two months. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even think the business has that enough. Where I'm, I'm gonna have to take out of your personal. I've been saving. I've been saving for a big. Uh, no, I was just laughing. I was like, well, this is what happens when you get excited about something. I've been I guess. saving. I have a separate bank account set up. I'm ready. All right, I'm ready to go. Cool, be fun. Yeah. It should go live today, I think. Or the video. Yeah, we gotta figure it out. We'll we'll set it up. Otherwise, we're gonna look like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be – we'll figure out how to move that much. And, yeah, if you're watching this, if you've watched the other things, the the point is, one, for me to do it because I want to do it and for Ben to do it because he wants to do it, but also hopefully to inspire our fans to to do something similar. And I and really, I, I don't think I'm going to get to make this longer call to action in the video, so I'll say it now. I think it's about being wealthy. If you want to do it for a selfish reason, sure, like give back. People that are out there that can truly use this in a way that goes far beyond the most – intelligent way i could think of to spend this money these people have a need for it that goes far deeper but i'm doing it selfishly to feel wealthy and because i want to not clamp down on money and if you're watching this yes it's great to do for other people do it for yourself you know like it's it's i think nice to relax about trying to hoard Mm. (laughs) you know sure and even if and and hoarding is different for everybody, right? We might not have a lot, but I will say we're doing well as a business now. But we started this practice when I had no money, and like I was, yeah, I had almost no money, and we were in Brazil, and I couldn't afford anything. But 
it was that same wealthy mentality, which was okay. Like, let's let's just decide that we have more than we need, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. so we can give some away. And so, even if you're sitting in there watching this, going, "I don't have a ton," it doesn't have to be a ton. Just something to to signal to yourself that you have more than you need, and to give to someone who could use it. So, we will do a, we will do our best also to pick charities. I think that, and we have that are effective in their spending. We've, sure, we we've read effective altruism. We. I create I recognize that not all ch charities perhaps in their motive are often created equal but in their effect on people's lives or animals lives or whatever it is are not created equal so we've tried to pick ones that have outsized effect per dollar spent so it's going to a good place yeah anything else no we gotta to figure add? out how to actually do it how to how to get it out there in a way that's smart that gets hopefully momentum so that other people donate but we can yeah. talk about that yeah after this cool what else we got so this next one is sort of similar to what you were talking about earlier about major publications spreading sort of weird, vague facts and information just for clickbait titles. Uh, CNN has an article and the headline is, you could be swallowing a credit card's weight in plastic every week, which I thought was interesting. It's probably from all the credit cards I eat. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. How do you guys dispose of your unwanted credit cards? Which I dispose of every week. <laughs> I'm big on the points guy. You know that. I you have are, to eat you are a credit card a week. You're an aggressive points guy. <laughs> I play the points game so hard. You do. I've never seen anything like it. You will spend so much time. Like, sh certainly a bad use of time yeah. in versus money out. But you just love it. I love points. There's nothing. I'd rather have points than money. And I, don't, I know. I don't we had care. a friend who sold his business for millions of dollars. You didn't care at all. And then he told you that he is, his business has ex expenses, which he uses on a credit card. So he gets points each month. Yeah. And that you were like, wait, you get 100,000 points each month? So, yeah, because I spend 100,000 actual dollars. And you get 100,000 points? It's like, Charlie, what are we talking Think about? of the airline flights, Ben. <laughs> you love it. Overstock.com. And then you don't fly anywhere. No, then I don't go anywhere. Then I don't go anywhere. I didn't even use my points on this trip to Italy. <laughs> Saving them for later. You're, you're wealthy with I'm money. A point, you're a dude, point hoarder. I'm a point hoarder. I'm, I'm so delusional and sick with these points. What about if I have a different flight to Europe? I know. I need, you're flying to Europe. I need yeah, TLC but... to come into my house and just be like, okay, we're going to spend. And, oh, I, don't, I don't think I'm ready. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, let's just start by getting rid of some of these credit cards. No, this one's this one's important. <laughs> I don't awesome. think I can get rid of any of these. Yeah, I'm a point hoarder. I accept it. <laughs> what else? So, um, a YouTuber a couple years ago, a YouTuber pranked a homeless man with he put the toothpaste in the Oreo shells. He gave them to a homeless man. And then filmed as a homeless man was eating them mm. and then got sick. Oh, jeez. And then was like ridiculing this man and put it online. The guy was, threw up, right? Yeah, he vomited. And this was a couple years ago. And just like recently, like I think this week or last week, he actually got sentenced to uh, 15 months in jail. And he has to shut down all of his social media accounts for five years. Wow. Which I thought was pretty interesting. How old and was he's gotta he at pay the time? 20, he's got to pay 23 grand, too. He, he was, was 19. <laughs> Yeah, 19. it's I have it. It's twenty two thousand three hundred dollars he owes. Wow. I I read that I don't I don't think he's going to go to jail. Actually, I think he's a he's, first time offender. It's a nonviolent offense. Yeah. So what they're saying is he's sentenced to jail time, but he'll probably get waived or paroled or yeah. something. But his penalty, he's a YouTuber, and his penalty is twenty grand and no social media, including YouTube, for five years. People say that your IQ drops about twenty points when you turn a camera on. <laughs> you know, really. I mean, it's it's not actual science. It's, it's oh sorry. I was like, oh, speaking of social studies, <laughs> of, wait, go tell all your friends. Go tell me more. <laughs> but 
but I got what you're saying. Yeah, like the pressure to perform. There's a guy who held up a book while his girlfriend shot him and tried to, st- and then got shot. And they wouldn't have done that. Did if it, it go through the book? It went through the book. I'm oh. pretty sure. Just curious if she missed the book. I'm pretty sure. Point being that the things that people do when you turn a camera on are, yeah, there's no way he would have done that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, a it sucks. I mean, definitely you have to penalize it. Hopefully, it prevents people from doing it in the future. Yeah. Yeah, his and it's so what's what's weird is weird it, is it wasn't his idea; it was an audience challenge. So the uh, way this guy works is he puts in our in the comments. So we do for this podcast. Yeah, who should right, we cover? Right in the well, right in the comments, and we'll answer your questions. questions. His was right in the comments, and I'll do the most upvoted stuff. Oh, and he had no filter, man. no no morality. So somebody of, upvoted that. So someone comment, someone he's done a bunch of videos. I'm absolutely not defending me. I'm just explaining. He did a bunch of videos. This idea got. I think it's the good to try votes. to understand how these things happen well, this, rather than going. This oh, this is clearly votes. just a monster. Yeah, I don't think he's a monster. I think he's a kid who yeah. wasn't thinking. And so he said, "Okay, I'll do this one." He's done bad stuff before. He he fed elderly people something that had been baked with like cat poop or something. What? Yeah, he just does what people upvote, and what people upvote is yeah, you know, that's his audience. To be fair, he's not polling the world. But this like, is what he's he needs. Collected an audience of people. That, and again, this is what this kind of behavior is. Not, definitely not to this degree normal amongst adolescents in that they are jerks right they do what's the mean audience is saying, things do this do this at the Feed behest of their social circle Feed people toothpaste and and what they need to happen is at some point in your life i got pulled aside in fifth grade when i was teasing some kid that was special needs all right like i got scolded and yelled at was i an awful human no i was a fifth grader he was trying to what you know, like he's trying to be cool figured and, out and thank god that i got pulled aside and scolded and was mortified at that. And you need at some point in your life, somebody to come in and not say, listen, you're an awful person. You're behaving like an awful person mm-hmm. and you're going to be in trouble. Like there are consequences to this that you don't like. Cause you haven't, of course your fifth grade, you haven't developed a, an internalized sense of other people and morality. And I'm glad that there is a punishment. I'm glad that he will be allowed to eventually integrate into society. It's, it's just unfortunate that at some point earlier in his life, when he was in fifth grade, someone didn't say, you're being a jerk mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need to stop because it's not a good thing to do. Well, the opposite. People were like, you know, I'm sure when he fed the cat poop cup- cupcakes yeah. or whatever it was to elderly people, people in the comments were like, this is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my God, do more terrible stuff. Yeah. Like for a while, he had people patting him on the back, thousands of people saying, this is amazing, mm-hmm. you know? And so then he just kept going. And you always have to outdo yourself too. So he's like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Now I'll make a homeless person vomit on camera and, and record it. And I look at myself, especially at 19, when did any sort of serious going against the flow self-reflection occur in my life? Definitely not by 19. Perhaps the first time was four-hour work week. 22, yeah. 22. And we were early, I would argue. So I'm not saying that this kid didn't do a horrible thing. No, it's a bad thing. It's definitely a bad thing. So but- if you put me in the same influences, you put a lot of people. Yeah, make a lot of people. I didn't have I'm any sure internal started sense. small. Yeah. I'm sure, he started. This is not the first thing he did. You know, it's, it's a bummer, man. It's a bummer, and um, I'm always curious about how you solve this without going. Oh, we have a bad apple. Like, what's the systemic change that needs to happen to stop that sort of stuff? I, of course, it's the home life. <laughs> if you look at his upbringing, I'm sure that this kind of stuff. I don't know. It's also a weird cultural thing. It happened in Spain. He's Chinese. Like, mm-hmm. you know, n- none of this is happening in U.S. soil by U.S. citizens. So there's Well, not this particular case. I'm sure this. No, sure, thing. sure. But I'm just saying. No, people do this all the time on YouTube, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Tons of shitty pranks. You, wasn't there a couple that started? It was like a pranking couple. And then they started small with like funny pranks. Yeah. And then it became kind of malicious pranks. Prank, and then it, it got so bad that they broke up. 
Well, well, this they broke they kept, up. They kept trying to. And I think I I don't know exactly who you're talking about, but there was the couple. God, what was their name? It was Jesse and his girlfriend. They had over ten. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I think their channel was prank versus prank. Prank versus prank. Yeah. I don't know if this is exactly who you were talking about, but they they broke up. Interesting. Their boyfriend girlfriend. They were boyfriend girlfriend, and they broke up not necessarily because the pranks got so bad, but because the relationship became about the views. Yeah. And they had to. What's the line between this fun thing I'm doing for you and I need to? Oh, get it wasn't views. for yeah, exactly. Well, the, I, yeah. I'm positive that the person being pranked, at least in the couple I'm talking about, did not always enjoy the yeah, pranking. Yeah. Like, there were some brutal ones. Yeah. This girl was running on a treadmill. I think it was the girl was running on a treadmill, and the boyfriend just came and knocked her legs out from under her so she just ate it Jeez. it's like that's not fun that's not great funny. television though people loved <laughs> yeah, it yeah. yeah no then i think but i think again that's not your first video yeah you know you start i love by... fail videos where people fall but don't you're do sick. it to someone you're sick though <laughs> your schadenfreude is off the charts you'll watch i don't videos. like when somebody hurts someone else but when things just happen i don't want someone to die in the video actually i have laughed at some of those dude you're brutal you it's it, bad you like watching people fall yeah in a way that i just yeah don't and i'll come in on you cackling watching what this, i'm like oh what is this like i get so excited to yeah. share and I'm like, i don't oh, like gory stuff what i don't want to watch blood at? anywhere i do no no just love watching people the fall. more yeah the fall i like kids because they fall hard from low heights like you know their feet to their head in ways that are hilarious but they're not damaged by so that's that's the best kind <laughs> i just have, I, and i'm a slow learner too because i, I just assume that we that have similar sense of humor <laughs> no see, i always find you laughing i'm like oh i want to see it no. There's just one of this little girl. Gray showed it to me, and she's on top of one of those little plastic slides, and she's holding her dad's hand with one thing, and he kind of looks away. He's holding the camera, and she goes "wee," and then jumps face forward off the slide. Oh he, no! He catches her. She doesn't oh, good, land, good, good, good. But good. she just her her self preservation instinct is non present. Yeah. It's not "wee." just dives it's amazing it's amazing kids are hilarious it. man she's ready to go yeah they they're just like i'm gonna make you keep me alive yeah <laughs> i'm not i'm taking no response well, i'm gonna, I'm gonna do i'm gonna get a bunch of testosterone <laughs> injections and i'm gonna say charlie your job is to keep me alive yeah all right let's go to uh comments so okay so i have a couple of specific ones but i first wanted to get out of the way a lot of the comments asked if you guys are going to be uploading full episodes of the podcast to other yes. um, platforms like iTunes and yeah, we we should. Yes. Do you think we could do it by this one? I don't know if we can get pulled together. Definitely by the next. I don't one. know how is the thing. So like, I, learn I'm the gonna process. have to learn this process. Yeah. Someone could, like, someone who's done podcasts before could take our files and get them up. But <clears throat> I don't even know. It might take. I don't know if you have to register with iTunes. I'm sure you have to do stuff. We'll get someone to do it. It yes. will. Yes. I, I would say our goal is to have some up by July or August. Yep. Wow, we're slow, but I appreciate it. We are you. slow, dude. We are slow. This is we make no money off of this. Yeah, this yeah. is our second business. Yeah. All it does is take money. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun and I like people like it. And and destroy your house with all these. Yeah, lights. ruin my <laughs> ruined my house. Uh no, so yeah, I would love to do it. It's happening. I literally don't it's even happening. know how to do it. So we'll we're figure it out. On it. Yes. If anyone has advice for how to do it, <laughs> no, we'll Google it. We'll figure it out. But yes. What else? So Dan from YouTube asks uh, or or says, I'm not sure where you guys cl- I'm not sure why you guys close your circle of compassion to only mammals. This is in reference to uh, the mm-hmm. not eating mammals. Why not turkeys, chickens, and non-mammalian sea creatures? Uh, they are all sentient and just want to live like mammals. What traits do non-mammals have that mammals do have that justifies eating them? Not Great judging, question. just curious. Great question. Good so question, ben, Dan. ben and I split. Um, Thank you, Dan. I, I went. me feel bad about myself, Dan. Yeah, I'm going to take a little bit of extra brownie points here. I don't eat chickens. I don't. Uh, I, I try not to eat eggs very, very rarely. Um, I, I've done 
The one thing I do that I actually thought about, I have yogurt where I said, oh man, these are dairy cows. I didn't think about that. Uh, so I'll have to consider that. But I, I, when I look at a chicken and it's, it's a gut level instinct, I think what people are judging by, this is the hard thing. Nobody's pro-life. You cannot live without consuming living creatures. Now, if you you could starve yourself, but you will destroy. You're, you're counting plants. Uh, you will commit a genocide of plants if you're if you try to live as a human and and so so it's not pro life and it's certainly not even pro survival because those plants in their own way are trying to survive. Sure, no one wants to die. And well, this I take that back. But. This argument of sentience, which I totally understand, I believe is a scale because and I I would argue you call it sentience, consciousness, whatever you want, and. There's probably some level of it that exists in plants. And if you were to take a time lapse, the way that we judge sentience tends to be the speed at which something moves, honestly, mm-hmm. right? So things that move quicker, like add people, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, it's actively trying to not die. When you punch it, it rocks away. Well, a tree, when I chop it, it doesn't move. Except if you did a time lapse, you watch the tree grow towards the sun. It, mm-hmm. it, it has preservation behavior yeah, it, it doesn't is, just go straight something about it is you can call it consciousness or instinct or, to survive yeah. and that's true of all plants so okay so we're not pro-life if we're going to i'm starting from a baseline of i'm going to i'm, I'm going to survive. i'm going to survive yeah. personally so i'm not pro-life well, and then the, and also i want to jump in we use terms like pescatarian because they're convenient they yeah. get across the point but neither of us eats octopus yes that's a very intelligent yes animal. so it's actually not just mammals but yeah. it's you know, for the, when you're communicating, it's typical. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not mammals and yeah. also not octopus. Yeah. And we've kind of tried to base it on some form of intelligence. And and so then we've ju- and then the question becomes for each individual, where do you draw the line? And you can argue that there's clearer gaps. Like you, one might say that the gap between a plant and an animal, a bug, is a large gap, right? You can you can make the, or sure. that a, or that between a bug and a bird. And within species of birds, and probably within individual birds, <laughs> so so it becomes this question of where does one draw the line? I looked at chickens personally, and I thought of the way that they're raised in these awful farms, and I and I thought, would I condone this if I had to look at it every day? And mm-hmm. I thought, no. And then I looked at fish, and I was okay. They got awful lives. I have a tougher time connecting with the suffering of a fish, which I'm not denying. Yeah, we're may not very we're perfect, well exist. by the way. I no, wrote this. No. I wrote a response to this. It's yeah. like, we're not perfect. We're no, just absolutely to not. do better than we were doing. Sure, sure, totally. And so then I looked at fish, and I went, I'm sure, you know, they're getting bad, not happy. But it's tougher for me to connect with the plight of a fish who comes up against the wall and goes, and then comes back. <laughs> versus a chicken who goes, ah, screams its head off. Sure. So. Yeah, the, the fish's greatest... Uh, sin is that it doesn't have vocal cords exactly eh, not sin but it, it, it my inability to connect with its suffering yeah i think is is in large part because of of that so for me it becomes how clearly can i connect with this species suffering mm-hmm. and then i try and then i don't so i don't do chickens i don't do that kind of stuff you're basically pescatarian minus octopus yeah yeah well pescatarian yeah well pescatarians eat octopus i think pest is fish octopus is a squid well, okay. So again, this is the definition. I would bet most. I would bet most see, eat all sea. eat all seafood. Yeah. and perhaps the safer thing to do. And I've thought well, about. Well, here's this. the thing. Pescatarian means just fish. Mm-hmm. I'm positive that a mussel, a mussel, a scallop, yep. has less intelligence than a fish. So if you're going for morality, it wouldn't make sense to yeah. only eat things that have fins or scales. So I've thought about this. Your if, best bet is mussels. They're if, dumb. If I were morally perfect, I wouldn't. Actually, eat that's fish. smart. If if I actually followed my moral intuition, regardless of my convenience, what if we switch to mussels? Well, that would be it. It would be muscles. You'd need muscles every day. Huh. 
I actually, so shout out to this person uh, for inconveniencing my life further. But I thought about this because I saw the question and I was like, all right, I'm going to have to figure out again how to how to maybe reorganize my life. But my yeah. my thing is is influenced by two things, if I'm being honest. One, I had a pet chicken at one point. I hated it. And so I was just like, yeah, fuck these things, which is not a good reason. I'm not saying it's a good reason. Just that's true. This is a fact. They, it was horrible. It was a rooster. It woke me up every day. And then two is a sense that if I went vegan, it would be really tough to get enough of the right food and nutrients yep. that I would become skinnier, that I'd be hungry all the time. Like I already mostly it's eat salad. I mostly eat salads and fish. I don't enjoy eating as much as I used to. <laughs> no, 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 no. And even cutting fatty, like yeah. you can eat a steak and get a thousand calories. There's fat and stuff. Yeah. When you're doing chicken breast, it's harder. When you're doing salmon, it's harder. And so part of it is absolutely just a thing of, I was like, okay, I want to stop eating certain animals, but also mm -hmm. I don't want to become super skinny. And actually one of the other reasons I had a chicken, it was like, it's really expensive to eat just seafood. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this lets me get calories. It lets me get protein and it's cheaper, which is, and again, this is, I'm not a saint. I'm not perfect. I was just like, yeah. okay, I'm doing well by not eating cows. I'm doing well by not eating pigs. And so I'm, I'll draw my line at mammals because we're mammals and yeah. the mammals. And, and I do it's think, much easier to connect. I do think, listen, like you don't want people to eat dogs. I think mm -hmm. most Americans would agree that's wrong, right? Yeah. Well, a cow and a pig are similar to a dog. Yeah. A chicken is certainly, we call it bird brain. They're less intelligent. Mm -hmm. So I got to use that as kind of like, yeah, a chicken's brain is much smaller. Mm -hmm. Certainly it's on the scale with like a snake's brain or a lizard's brain, you know, mm -hmm. these tiny. And uh, so, yeah, so this question made me think, all right, well, maybe I'll have to refigure yeah. out how to go, how to move again in a better direction while still not being perfect. I hate you. So, no, no, genuinely, <laughs> I was thinking about this. So if you're watching, Dan, uh, you know, you've, I will have some sort of lifestyle change again, and it won't, still won't be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing that, that I can do that I will look into is, is eating muscles more often. Muscles are like... Oh, well, I was, I was actually thinking like, that. So I used to do... It, well, I feel very comfortable well, being like, didn't have... this is mostly a plant. Yes, <laughs> yes. Just... And I actually started cooking it myself, and it's kind yeah. of inconvenient. But it's I, super inconvenient. But I think there's a way to do it. So, so I'm going to look into... I'm not going to promise anything. I'm going to look into the health impacts of these sorts of things. What, what, well, I've heard what happens when you more, overload on them? I've heard there's more mercury in higher on the food, more apex predators cool. of the sea. So sharks, tuna, then muscles are pretty low. Yeah. Because the other thing, the other reason I, you be I was eating a lot of fish and I was getting a lot of blood, well, not a lot, every three months getting blood work for mercury poisoning. Yeah, my mercury's high. <laughs> and it's scary. Like if you get mercury poisoning, it's basically Alzheimer's. Yeah. Your memory starts to go. So, so that factored into it as well. But I think, and I'll still do the blood work, that muscles are on the lower end. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is when, you eat, when you're a sea creature that eats sea creatures, it kind of compounds. I'm getting the science, very bro science -y, but yeah. that's why swordfish, shark, tuna, and have they're the alive highest, for a long time. Salmon the don't mercury. live very long compared to a swordfish. So maybe we'll eat a lot of scallops. I'm going to look into to muscles. To, the short answer to your question is it was an attempt to balance convenience, truthfully, on mm -hmm. the one hand, with our lives, with doing better morally. But I don't think either of us arrived at a point where like, no, I, I can defend this stance morally 100%. It was it was a balance. And we went back and forth and yeah. we split it a different point. Yeah. And, even, and even mine, I went, you know, if I were going and I just discounted what I liked or what was nice for me. I just eat grass. I just eat plants and probably mussels I would eat. Yeah. I think I'm... I'm I'm big. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, okay with that. I like the scallop muscle angle. I'll take oh. a look. And so I'll try to move more on that angle. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Thanks for the question. Two lives changed, my man. <laughs> What's next? So I have one more, and this one is more sort of like an advice type question. But sure. uh, Dale asks, what's the best way for a doctor to deal with mean, disrespectful patients and their loved ones? I know someone who's been an ICU doctor for five years, saved hundreds of lived, lives, improved quality of lives for thousands. But in the clinic where it's just checkups and follow-ups, um, she can be crushed by the awful rudeness that she has to deal with. Interesting. 
What do you think? So this is an interesting question because a lot of my advice for how to deal with rude people is you either A, just filter them out. I'm a big believer that you don't change people, you filter them. Or B, you can use boundaries. Yeah. You can draw a boundary, have one hard conversation, but change the behavior of a friend, a loved one, a family member. But these people are coming in and out. Yeah. So it's basically like this person's coming in, they're angry, they're in a hospital, so things aren't going well, and they're being rude to you. And also it's your job because like sometimes you got to just be rude to somebody back yeah. and you draw that line and then you agree to never interact. But it's like maybe that gets you fired if you're yeah. a doctor. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting question. It'd be you're nice basically to know trapped. the specifics. Yeah, of... is it, are there any quotes, any specific things yeah, that you said? It's actually a pretty wordy comment. I just got the question part. But, oh, yeah. Um, so she's in a, a fellowship still in training mm. like what do these people say i'd be super curious any idea what what they're saying or how they're being rude or under what circumstances um sorry uh this is a good thing for future questions so when right it is, when it is a question the, the the more specifics that we have can't promise to get to every question but this always makes it easier i always ask people to give me specifics when they ask sort of charisma questions yeah because being rude means a lot of different things i'm not saying this is the case with this particular person but sometimes it's your perception of that is what needs to change. Other times it's, oh, you need to change your behavior. Well, the other thing, are they being rude by not answering your questions, which mm -hmm. is preventing you from doing your job, or are they being rude by cussing at you? Because yeah. the advice is different, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, this one, it, and it seems sort of like almost, like this one, she was sort of double-checking on the monitor, and the, the patient asked, are you, like, are you looking at a blank screen? Like, just sort of almost in, like rushing type of thing. So I'm not really sure. There's not a lot of examples. Sure. So I think one of the tough things to do the, and I always sort of answer who I'm thinking about, but the Russell Brand video came out. The one thing is to try to don't interpret negative intent even where you think it is there at mm -hmm. first. So that person goes, are you looking at a blank screen? And it's very easy to go. That person is purposely being a jerk. But it's a little bit ambiguous. No, so, let's assume they are being a jerk, though, because well, I fine. think there's still advice for you. Fine. Ass pretend that they're not. Sure. <laughs> pretend that they're not. Kill them with kindness. Yeah is my first thing. And if you watch all the videos where we do how to stand up for yourself, step one is always kill them with kindness. Mm -hmm. And then it's only when it's repeated behaviors at which point you go to the call out. So if somebody says, "Are you? is that blank screen? You go, oh no, no, it's not a blank screen. You know, just answer literally with a smile on your face as if they were asking you a genuine question, which maybe they weren't yeah. even doing. I think the other two things I'd say, humanize yourself and align incentives. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if you're, if you're helping these people, I don't know, maybe they're rushing because they're, they're stressed and they're in a hurry or whatever. You say, hey, sir, I totally understand. First of all, acknowledge them, humanize them. It's like, hey, sir, I totally understand that you're stressed for X, Y, Z reasons. I'm trying my best to help you. So we can get you it, out of here fast. It, yeah. it, will, it hurts my ability to help you to deal with comments like that. Like if you can help me by answering my questions directly and not insulting me, I can help you by getting you out of here faster so you can get to your loved one or whatever. But you kind of humanize her. And I would even, put that, them, I would even put that at stage two. I agree. No, that would after, be a stage sorry, yes, two. After being kind. Because that, so, that is more of a more of a kind but direct call out. So, yeah. First, I, I'm a huge fan of the call out, though. I love calling people out. Yes. I. But you you always don't do it immediately. Oh, first. For sure. It takes two. For sure. Step one is be nice. Yeah, yeah. Try to be kind. I like to misinterpret everything as possibly and yeah, assume yeah, yeah. everyone's being nice. But I can imagine a world where these people are Second genuinely or third being time, rude. Then do that. So yeah. you're being nice, you're being nice, you're being nice. They're still being a jerk. And you just pull up. You acknowledge them first, right? Step one, acknowledge them. Like, hey, sir, I understand. And then whatever their situation is, could suck, you know? Mm -hmm. I understand that you're blah, 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 blah. I am trying my best to... Now you humanize yourself and you show them you're on their team, right? Yeah. I am trying my best to 
help you get there faster, get you the best coverage, get the doctor in here, or I'm the doctor and I'm trying to get you the best, whatever. So humanize them, humanize yourself. And then align in tennis, be like, if you could help me by answering these questions quickly and directly, I will help you by blah, blah, blah. And now we're on the same team. Same team is awesome. I always try to be on the same team. Yeah, I dig it. Is that it? Yep. That's all I have for you this week. Beautiful. So let us know how you guys felt about the questions in, in the comments. Let yeah, us I'd like know to if, you liked, more time. if you liked the topics, if you liked, if you want to do more questions, if you want different topics, that kind of stuff. And if you help see us a question you want answered too, like it, Up we'll, try to, we'll try to, I can't guarantee we'll answer every question based on the number of likes, but yeah, we've learned that that lesson is not the way we're to not going to feed content. toothpaste to a homeless person. <laughs> feed Oreos to Ben full of toothpaste. So we got to do it for the views. That's what we're doing in our next video. <laughs> so anyway, but we will look at that. We'll fact that in. So yeah, if you see someone other question that you want answered, go ahead and like that bad boy. People also liked our sign off last time. So what was our sign off last time? Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for Bye. watching. We love you. Good stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.